We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. The Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College is proud to bring you the Ryan Day Show. Presented by Roosters, a fun casual joint. And brought to you statewide by Encova Insurance. And by Adina Health System. Now along with Coach Ryan Day and former OSU All-American Jim Lachey, here's the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. And welcome to this week's show. Ohio State going into their second bye weekend after last Saturday's 38-7 win over Wisconsin. The rain today, just to remind everybody what it was like Saturday over in the stadium, Jim. It was a wet one, and, uh, you know, first of all, thank all the fans that did show up for that noon start. Uh, you know, over 100,000, it was loud. Uh, you know, one of the loudest stadiums I've heard in a while, and they needed that. Uh, the team certainly responded, and, you know, what a game. Uh, defensively, Chase Young all over the field, had a sack every quarter, a uh, couple strip sacks. Pete Warner recovered two of those fumbles. He was definitely, uh, you know, one of the best players on the field. And then number two, J.K. Dobbins, knowing that you know he was matched up head to head with Jonathan Taylor, and you know Taylor, you know, a back that's uh, you know had a lot of yards over his career, but ironically, not much against the Buckeyes. Oh, the defense was able to shut him down, and 
you know, J.K. went on on, on a spree. Uh, certainly in that second half, he started popping some of those big runs and making some big plays, and the offense followed. Once you get that running game going, the play action certainly followed. So complete dominant victory uh, by the Buckeyes. Uh, you know, they took a team that was giving up uh, just about under 200 yards per game and, uh, you know, doubled them up, almost put over 400. So yeah. complete effort. They're very, very impressive. Coach Day, thank you as always. Have you dried out yet, and is it today a reminder of what Saturday was like? Oh, man, uh, that was that was wet. and uh, so, so at some points of the game, it was worse than others. Early in the game, it was it was kind of raining sideways. It was cold and made it made it hard. You know, we had a couple of exchange issues, some things going on. But we knew that was going to happen. We, we saw the, the forecast coming a mile away. It kind of stuck, too. Sometimes it changes as you get closer, but uh, it kind of stuck, too. And then it was a point in the second half where it kind of slowed down a little bit, and we were able to move the ball a little better. Uh, it reflected probably the conditions by your play calling. Yeah, I, I think you had like nine runs in a row or so. I know you had a sack mixed in there, uh, you know, but still uh, you wanted to come out and make sure everybody was confident with those conditions before you started throwing the ball around and, and seeing how that running game was going to work uh, before you, you start exposing the quarterback and, and throwing the football. Yeah, I think early in a game like that, you know, you're kind of sparring a little bit early on to see how, how our defense is going to hold up. Um, and I think some of those body blows early are good and then, uh, as, as the weather started to, to help out and cooperate a little bit more, it was a little easier to throw the ball. Uh, but there was a point where it was raining pretty good. We were still throwing it, and the guys handled the, the, the conditions well. But uh, certainly early in the game, you got to be really smart. You know, we, we had an issue in the second play of the game, and then it gets just to a third and long, and uh, I just didn't want to put us at risk. And all of a sudden, you, you know, the ball gets tipped or something crazy happens, right. and, and now you're in it, and you give them a short field. So uh, nobody likes to run the ball third down worse than me. I mean, I, I can't stand it, but you got to <laughs> swallow your pride. you got to put your ego to the, you know, to the side and just keep playing. You know, defense is strong in there, and they're – they're keeping us in the game. And as long as you wear them down, it's going to be advantage us in the second half, and that was the plan. You've talked about the anticipation of a four-quarter football game and well, third quarter last week, but certainly you had to love how your team responded when things weren't going according to plan. Yeah, and that was really the first time I felt like our backs were against the wall there. Uh, when they come down, they uh, you know they get their hands on that punt. Uh, we'll get that cleaned up. That was that was poorly executed, so we've got to get that fixed. But then they come down, score a touchdown, and now – we're only up by three. We responded really the rest of the way by going after them on both sides of the ball, and I thought we played really well. But the plan was to get the game in the second half, win the game in the second half. I thought we did that. And that was that answer drive. You guys came back in that third quarter, and, and you know, that's that, that's it. That, talk, that talks, tells you what your team is all about. And, you know, obviously the play calling was there, the execution was there, and, you know, you take it down and, and you get that, uh, you know, nice touchdown there in the end zone, J.K. finishing drives. Uh, you had your tight ends were doing a fabulous job blocking on the edge. I saw Chris Olave getting some blocks in there too, and it's just not J.K. You know, but he's playing well, but right. the holes are there, and the guys are doing a good job, and the scheme is there. Yeah, yeah. I thought, uh, you know, first off, Justin was tough in the, in the game. I thought he played hard. You know, we, we had to use his legs a little bit. That's a good yep. defense that on a bad weather day they're forcing you to throw it, and you still got to run it, and uh, you got to find ways to get it done. And, and he really was tough. Uh, I thought the offensive line as the game wore on really pounded them up front and did a good job wearing down and like you said the guys in the perimeter tight ends included everybody did a good job overall is this where leadership that constant always evaluation tool leadership comes into play when things like that happen yeah well i think that in big time games your big time players have to show up and i thought when you look at the way jk played you look at the way chris olave played justin fields chase young jeff okuda uh, Malik Harrison, you know, some of our big-time players, quote-unquote, uh, played good in that game, and that's really important when you play a team like Wisconsin. You know, that first touchdown pass uh, that Chris Olave got, you had three receivers out to the right, and kind of a rub concept smash, so to speak. 
you know, what are you trying to get out of that? And it was executed perfectly. Yeah, that was a play that uh, we spent a lot of time on during the week and tweaking it and, and, and get it just the right against the right look. And uh, that, that all worked out. And uh, it was executed really well by everybody involved. A, a little bit slower developing plays. So the line had to hang in there and block. I thought they did a good job. I think it may have taken us three and a half seconds, which is a long time to hold the ball in the pocket. And uh, it was late in the drive, so I thought they did a good job of holding up. But then – um, you know, uh, you know, Ruck. I think it was Ruck. And, similar uh, scheme earlier in the year with Rucker, didn't you? That was more of a two by two. This yep. is a three by exactly. one, but very exactly. similar. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. For each sack the Buckeye defense records this season, Kroger will donate a sack of groceries supporting Kroger Zero Hunger Zero Waste Plan to end hunger in our communities and eliminate waste in their stores. You can join Kroger Zero Hunger Zero Waste team by rounding up at any Kroger register. The next game for the Buckeyes will be a week from Saturday against Maryland. We'll be on the air with our AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at ten thirty. AM. More of the Ryan Day Show presented by Roosters continues from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Buckeye fans, as the official wing sponsor of your Ohio State Buckeyes, Roosters is giving away 12 trips for two to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Each trip comes complete with airfare, hotel, gift bag, and two lower-level tickets. One bowl prize winner chosen each week, along with other cool Roosters weekly prizes. So register every week at your favorite Roosters or at RoostersWings.com. Roosters, a fun, casual joint, and the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Official contest rules at RoostersWings.com. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motors Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encopa provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encopa Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. Adena Health System is South Central Ohio's trusted name in healthcare, dedicated to providing you and your family with the best possible care right here in our community. We're expanding our services with walk-in clinics, after-hours care, and more providers than ever. It's all part of Adena's mission to provide you with experienced care that's close to family and close to home. Learn more at Adena.org. Adena Health System, here for life. You need a financial partner that understands your business, your industry, and your market. BMO Harris Commercial Banking serves a wide range of middle market businesses in Ohio. From financing solutions to advisory services, our team of local experts will work with you closely to deliver the services and guidance you need when you need it. BMO has deep roots in the Ohio community, so we're committed to helping local businesses grow. BMO Harris Commercial Banking is ready to help your business explore new possibilities. BMO Harris Bank, N.A., member FDIC. Big Lots wants to help you live big and save lots this fall. So right now, you can enter for a chance to win four tickets to one of Ohio State's home football games. To enter, just go to biglots.com slash OSU. Big Lots is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. No purchase necessary. Open to Ohio residents 18 and up. Sweepstakes starts August 19th, 2019 and ends November 11th, 2019. For official rules, go to biglots.com slash OSU. Void where prohibited. Sponsored by Big Lots. Big Lots. 
Your home for Ohio State Athletics, The Fan. This is the Ryan J Show, presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. It's time for the Elk and Elk Injury Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. Well, Jim, as we get this deep into the season, it's kind of the usual players to be on the lookout for. Yeah, it is, Paul. And again, after eight games, no one's healthy. Everybody's a little bit nicked up. But some guys have missed some time in the last couple of games. Josh Allaby's still coming back, recovering. Hopefully he'll get healthy. Tyler Friday, another guy defensive end. And then Jonathan Cooper, he was a game-time decision last week, decided not to go. So this bye week ought to help him get healthy. And obviously all those guys after the Wisconsin game are a little bit bumped up. So this will be the time. You know, again, they'll probably use a similar schedule they had last time although they don't have to come back and play a friday night game our report was brought to you by elk and elk serious fans of ohio state athletics call 1-800-ELK-OHIO it's time for tim horton's coffee with a coach so pull up a chair grab your mug and enjoy tim horton's coffee with a coach on the ohio state sports network Time for Tim Horton's Coffee with a Coach. So pull up a chair, grab your mug, and enjoy Tim Horton's Coffee with a Coach on the Ohio State Sports Network. And our Tim Horton's Coffee for the Coach question comes from Gary in Cincinnati who asks, how strange was it to be interviewed by Coach Urban Meyer on TV after the game last uh, Saturday? It wasn't strange. It was fun. It, it was uh, cool uh, to, to see him there before the game and then uh, kind of enjoy uh, being there after the game and, and uh, talking with those guys. Uh, it was great. It, it was a lot of fun, and uh, certainly nothing but the utmost respect for, for, for him and what he's done for me and my family, so it was great. Thank you to Gary from Cincinnati for your question to Tim Horton's Coffee with the Coach Question, and if you've got one, you can go to ohiostatebuckeyes.com and click on the Tim Horton's logo, Tim Horton's Cafe and Bake Shop, the official coffee sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Is We were asking you about the game plan last week with the weather and all of that. Certainly when you've got a running back like J.K. Dobbins, you can lean on that. has to aid the cause immensely in those kind of conditions. 
Yeah, I thought he ran hard. That the one run where he got the stiff arm, and then the next play we score. That was that was really a, a turning point in the game, or a major point in the game. Because actually, we we blocked it, but there was an extra guy in the hole. The, the you know, 54 comes through, and uh, I think it was a gain of uh, it was a, certainly an explosive run. I don't know if it was 20 or 30, but it was a big run, and then we score on the next play, and that that kind of put the game in overdrive. I felt like for us, and uh, he played. He ran hard again, and he's got a chip on his shoulder. I thought he ran hard, you know, f- for the whole day, and I think going up against Taylor was good. You know. It was kind of a, a competition for him, even though he's not playing against him. I think that uh, you know he considers himself to be one of the best running backs in the country, and I consider him to be the best running back in the country. So it was good to see him run like that. So overall, your offensive line had to play well when you get that much running and stuff. But you know, obviously, you got the five sack situation. You got to clean up pass blocking in certain situations. Uh, is there anything you can do play call wise to help out in those in those situations at all? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ways you can, but at the end of the day, you got to go play the game and. Uh, you know, mixing up tempo or, you know, however we do that helps at times to make sure we get into the right play uh, because schematically you want to give the guys a chance. But then you also want to get into a rhythm of the game too. And uh, we play good when we're playing fast and we have tempo. And I thought we got into a rhythm of the game, but but there's always ways to do that. Uh, But overall, I thought we handled it good. I mean, coming into this game, they were, uh, you know, the best defense in the country coming in statistically. And so I thought our guys handled it well. We knew it wasn't going to be easy, but we kept swinging away. Are there particular things that a back has to look for from the line with every play when he's running just to try and find whatever it is, the right fits, the right holes, or, or the right movement from the offensive line? Yeah, I mean, every every time you, you have a play, a running play, the, the um, tailback has his alignment. That's the first thing. And then he has his landmark, you know, and his footwork to where he's going. And then he has his read. And then those are the things that, that he's uh, – he, every day, every play, he's got to get himself aligned get his footwork right but then he has his read on every play he has a read so if it's a wider hitting play he's going to read a wider lineman if it's uh, a tighter hitting play he may just you know be going from gap to gap to gap but every every play has something to read and then the more reps you get the more you get a feel for that and the vision that we're talking about I thought uh, all of our backs are doing a good job of that this year yeah Master T getting a lot of reps and it's paying off for him too he's seen the hole and positive yards it seems like every play and you know again a guy comes in for some time in the you know late third fourth quarter and ends up out rushing Jonathan Taylor on the other side and again that's a second team line working those guys and you know I saw a big Dwan Jones getting get some playing opportunities Harry Merrill Art Center two freshmen out there you know that's got to make you feel good to see that group continuing to you know kill the clock I mean you killed five minutes off the clock at the end of the game and that's not a bad way to go out yeah and you know, we had to make some decisions on some of those guys playing in their fifth game or not, and uh, Dewan was one of them. And uh, we just felt like because they've had such an opportunity to play in this thing and uh, as we as we go on to the end of the season, you know, we feel like there's going to be different opportunities or depth situations that we may need those guys. So uh, we decided to play them. And, uh, you know, they're going to have to be, you know, they got to replace a couple of guys. You know, Joan will be gone next year and uh, Bowen will be gone next year. Al will be gone, be gone next year. So we're going to need those guys to play. So I think these are great quality reps to go upon. Uh, even leading into next year as we go. You know, we went into the Wisconsin game. At the end of the game, you can show film of us actually going out there and doing it. So it gives them confidence, I think, going in uh, to, to the future. But but also I think it's creating depth for us, and you can see that, you know, in, in all phases. You know, that when you look at the Northwestern game, uh, you know, we, had, we were on to our third, fourth tackle in the game, and, and we were able to still play at a high level. So the more those guys can play, the better off our team is. From a defensive standpoint, as you took on Wisconsin, knowing what Jonathan Taylor is, what were some of the keys going about trying to limit him but not being exposed to Seif as somebody you talked a lot about with your regard for him, uh, just being able to be balanced on defense? Well, I thought it started right from the beginning. Devon Hamilton inside was, was uh, immense. And so, I mean, it wasn't just him. You know, Jay Sean and Tommy Togiai. I mean, everybody in the offense, our defensive line did a good job of winning the line of scrimmage. That was important. 
And then I thought our guys did a good job of setting the edge when they tried to run sideways. And uh, But when they came right at us, I thought we did a good job of winning the line of scrimmage. But it wasn't just those guys. I mean, you talk about secondary guys. I mean, Damon was involved with it. Jeff was involved with it. Jordan Fuller was involved with it. Malik Harrison running downhill. Tough Borland played tough in there. I mean, it was it was a team effort. And anytime you're playing against a great running back, it has to be a team effort. But guys were running the ball. But it started with the with the, with the defensive line winning the line of scrimmage. Coach, we talked about a week ago right here, the defensive tackles need to grade out as champions. Yep. You know, if you want to win this game. And, and you look back, they all did. They all played well. First play yep. of the game, you mentioned Hamilton bust in there. Jay Sean split in double teams. Mm-hmm. That's that's how their offense runs, you know. Yep. They want to take you to that next level instead of you getting penetration. And when you got to make a back like down the tail or stop and start a few times in the backfield, he becomes just another back, you know. And I think because of that penetration was so key. And got to credit, obviously, Larry John. We even talked about Chase Young the game he had. You know, it starts right there with those defensive tackles, what they've been able to create inside. Well, I, I think that, you know, when you talk about Chase, you know, he was involved with the runs and yep. he did a good job of that. You know, he's not just a pass rusher, so he certainly – uh, did an unbelievable job there in the run game, but then when you do get him into third and longs, not now, now you got Chase coming off the edge, you got our guys in the secondary covering, you know, you got uh, some of the other guys going to get the passer, and now you can create some some mayhem and you can disrupt the game. So, uh, I thought the the game plan was well executed in terms of taking them away, keeping them uh, from being efficient on first and second down, getting them into third longs, and then winning third down. In the recent weeks, it seems like <clears throat> we've called Tommy Togiai's name more than maybe before. Is he in the stretch where he's playing some of his best football? He is. He is. He, uh, there was some great clips leading up to this game of him with just great effort plays, but he's very, very strong. He holds a point of attack, plays really, really hard. And when you have guys uh, who can you know, kind of go in and out and you play with depth, those guys can play fresh, and uh, Tommy's a great example of that. Chase Young, you've moved him around. You know, he's played right end and left end. This week you had him kind of roving, playing that linebacker position, popping in and out, so to speak. And, you know, the first time you went to that, uh, Wisconsin had to burn a timeout. You know, they, <laughs> you could see their, their wide receiver, uh, Cephas, in motion there. And, boom, called the timeout and had to talk about that. And, you know, obviously right there that, that worked just, you know, for the fact they have him moving around. And then, you know, taking advantage of, uh, you know, his ability is, is, you know, obviously key for your defense. And, you know, that's just another little 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 key that you have with your defense and you can move him around that's gonna make these defensive offensive coordinators worry about what they gotta do right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thought Larry uh did a great job, Greg Madison, uh, Jeff, all, all the guys, you know, put a good game plan together there. And I think the key in, in moments like that is that Chase uh, demands a lot of respect and a lot of attention. And so uh when it can be something that's pretty simple for our guys, but maybe uh, you know, the defense or excuse me, the offense is having a hard time identifying where guys are, that can that can help us and so uh, it was just a mix-up, something to change, uh, change up the look against, uh, against you know, on the rush against third down, and, and I thought the guys did a good job. I thought the plan was well executed, uh, you know. But but he uh, he you know still found himself in a one-on-one. There were times when he got double teamed, but then other guys were coming off the edge and got sacks. I thought Zach Harrison did a good job coming off the edge on one of them. We got some good inside rush and kind of get uh, you know cone off of his platform a little bit, and they, they felt that rush right in his lap. Can that be a great influence on the other players when a guy like Chase Young is out of the game, but he's on the sideline being just as encouraging as if he was in the game? I think that's the thing uh, that, that I'm most pleased with with the team is that there's that chemistry right now. The guys are pulling for each other. You can see it in practice every day. You saw it at the end of the first half of the Northwestern game. You can see it uh, late in the game when our, when our other guys are in there trying to finish another game. You can see it's Chase, but it's also the other, the, uh, all the other guys. Uh, I think uh, Ben Vick was the first one to go up and, and uh, you know get to Blake after the, the field goal. I mean, everybody's involved in this thing. It's a team effort. I think there's a good chemistry going on. And so uh, it's just something that we can't let go. And uh, I talk to the guys all the time is, 
you go through life, you don't have many opportunities for something special like this, and that we just can't let it go, and we've got to make sure we stay focused on each week. How about Blake? 55-yarder, and he comes and gets it started with a 49-yarder into a little bit of a breeze and a rain. That, that might have been tougher than the, the one he had at Northwestern. He, he's been pretty steady so far. I thought it was. I thought it was a, it was a harder kick because yeah. of the elements and, and everything else, uh, and it was a bigger kick because yeah. it's 0-0 at the time, and uh, you know we're still trying to work our way through the elements and everything on offense, and then to get to get points right there, and you're typically expecting a low scoring game at that point. That those are big plays, and it gets you momentum. Okay, we're on the scoreboard, and then it kind of builds from there. So uh, uh, everyone involved did a good job with that. I think that was a 12 page drive too. You needed to get was some it? points. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. you got to get some points. Yeah. yeah. Buckeye fans, AEP Energy is redefining the game with renewable energy plans for your home or business. Visit aepenergy.com/osu to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. We'll continue with the Ryan Day Show presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. We all have our routines, and for some things, routines are perfectly fine. But there's no such thing as routine breast cancer. At the James at Ohio State, you get a multidisciplinary team that specializes not just in cancer, but breast cancer. They focus solely on the prevention, detection, and treatment of breast cancer, providing care that's far beyond routine. For more information, visit cancer.osu.edu. Hey, I'm Kirk Herbstreet, and I watch college football like it's my job. It is your job. I know, but sometimes I like to get out of the booth and chill. Here, have a Coors Light. Thanks. So, where was I? You're on my couch. In my spot. Oh, is this your spot? It's a nice spot. Great view. Grab some Coors Light for every game day. Proud sponsor of the Ohio State Sports Network. 2019 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Go Buckeyes! Let's win this game! I love tailgating. The best darn band in the land. My mom makes me say it like that. Safeline Autoglass knows Buckeye fans love game day. You better be wearing scarlet and gray. That's why Safelight takes care of Autoglass damage anywhere in Buckeye Nation. Giving you more time for game time. Safelight, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Did you know that one in eight Americans struggle with hunger? Yet more than 40% of the food we produce is thrown out. At Kroger, we know we can do something about this. We're donating more food to local food banks through our partnership with Feeding America. And we're working with World Wildlife Fund to end food waste. But we can't do it alone. And we hope you'll join us in creating a world with zero hunger and zero waste. Visit thekrogerco.com to learn how you can help. Football is a team sport, and with teamwork, you can achieve great things. Our clients benefit from our talented team of injury lawyers, registered nurses, and our access to the leading experts in the country. We provide our clients a home field advantage while protecting their rights, allowing them to heal and get their lives back on track. If you've been injured, you need Elk and Elk on your roster. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO, your home team. Elk and Elk, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Go Bucks! At AgPro, we think Columbus's home team getting a first down is like checking another thing off your to-do list. So, get a John Deere tractor package to be the MVP on your home turf. And take care of business before this weekend's big game. AgPro, equipped for anything. Find one of the eight Central Ohio locations near you at agproco.com. 
destination. Now back to the Ryan Day Show. Presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Time now for the Ticket to the House Touchdown Replay. Play, play. Presented by Xmark. From the left going wide to the right with Benjamin Victor. Snap fields. Hands Dobbins. Dobbins moving straight ahead to the five to the end zone. Nine-yard touchdown run. J.K. Dobbins is a touchdown run of the year. 23-7 Ohio State. And our Xmark Take It to the House replay brought to you by Xmark Professional Mowing Equipment, trusted 2-1 to one by Top Landscape Pros over the next best-selling brand of zero-turn mowers. And welcome back to this week's show with Coach Ryan Day, presented by Roosters as Ohio State heads into by week number, by weekend number two. Uh, we were talking about defense in the last segment. Uh, nice to see Justin Hilliard getting out there more. Is is he gotten physically to the point where you've increased the reps that he's been able to go out there, Ryan? Yeah, it was great to, to see him out there. He's uh, been through some injuries, and uh, this is a guy who's put a lot of work into the program and a lot of respect from the guys on the team and the coaching staff, and to see him go out there and play in a big spot like that was great. I thought the defense put put together a nice personnel package where he could be the fourth linebacker in the game, and uh, he made some big plays. You know, what kind of he, – he's had, what, a shoulder injury and an Achilles injury? Is that the only two that he's had? But I know both of them have been, you know, where he's had to get operations come back. And, again, just the guy could work hard. A lot of guys can give that up, quit, you know, move on. Right. I'll just focus on school or whatever, but – see him fight back for senior year and, you know, get that, to get that, you know, tackle early in the game. And, again, defensively, guys coming out, changing things up, putting four linebackers on there to try to get some beef to face some beef, you know what I mean? You know what Wisconsin's going to do. And you got that extra linebacker-type body out there and it proved very effective against Wisconsin early on. Yeah, and that was it was the right matchup for us, you know, and I think that's important playing against good teams like this is getting the right matchup and the right personnel in the game, and I thought we did that. Uh, but – like you said, he's been through a lot of different things in his career. And, uh, you know, he's been a, a contributor on special teams. He's done an unbelievable job on special teams. And that's really where I think, uh, first off, he's a great person. And, and the guys on the team love him. But that's where he really got the respect from the team on the field was what he's done on special teams, running down on kickoff, making plays, running down on punt uh, week after week. And, and he's done a lot of that. So then to see him step up into this spot is great. But but it's just another example. Everybody has their own story and their own journey, and, and uh, he's got a special one, and he's going to continue to help us throughout the season. We'll start with our social media question. Scott in Columbus asking about uh, how much, if at all, you talk with the team about knowing each and every week, focusing on what has to happen with the examples of the past two seasons, knowing that if there's one week it doesn't go right, how costly it can be. Yeah, I mean, it's something we've talked about since January, and I, everyone in the program and in the country knows that that's the case. And uh, you know, we, we, we talk about it like it's March Madness at this point, you know, and uh, all it takes is one loss and uh, you put yourself at risk. And so, um, you know, we consider ourselves to be, you know, as, as the season goes on, have a bigger, bigger bullseye on our chest. And so uh, you can never take a deep breath. You have to be disciplined enough to approach each game the same way. And there's a lot that goes with that, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, getting ready to play each game. And so we know at any point you start turning the ball over, you don't tackle, you don't play with energy, you start not preparing the same way and you lose the focus or you let your ego get in the way, you start to listen to other people, you put yourself at risk. And so uh, we talk about it all the time, and, and it's our responsibility as coaches to make sure the players are locked into that. Did you use a couple of days this week to focus on Maryland and get a good look at what they're trying to do before presenting the whole idea to the team? And, you know, some coaches don't want to give the game plan too quick, but is that kind of, the, you know, what you did this week uh, in preparation or is it, you know, more like you did the last bye week where – you kind of went and evaluated everybody, see where you were. How do you use a bye week? Yeah, uh, th- this one's a little bit different in that uh, we play a Saturday game, so it's yeah. not as not as rushed. So we went um, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday this week to practice. 
and uh, all three padded practices. Uh, we kind of got on and off the field fast, but it was it was fast, it was sharp, it was violent. We want to kind of keep our, our edge in the way we practice. I didn't really want to go helmets and just kind of slow it down and dumb it down. I wanted to go sharp and, uh, you know, talk with the coaching staff, Coach Mick, make sure that everybody's on board with that. They were, and the practice has been good so far. They've been spirited, you know, and uh, certainly getting ahead, you know, with, with Maryland and making sure that the guys know uh, what's going on there, but but really more, more focus on the fundamentals, getting locked into that, and making sure that you know, uh, you know, guys are getting good sharp reps and they keep their edge. Will the going into the weekend kind of be uh, similar to what you did in the first bye with everybody getting away a little bit and recruiting being top of the list for coaches? Yep, yep. Guys are on the road today. They'll be on the road. I'll be on the road tomorrow, and um, you know, even even Saturday. Um, and so, uh, you know, recruiting obviously is our lifeblood of our program. So we'll, we'll take the bye week to get get involved with all that. But uh, but yeah, you know, most of the guys are going to get away here and, and uh, just kind of re re-energize themselves for the stretch run here kind of ties into our next social media question tony in cleveland asking how many high schools approximately do you like to visit during the course of the time like this when you have a bye weekend as many as we can uh but that's that's a good question because when you go out recruiting there's a different philosophy everybody has and um you know some people like to just kind of you know hit 10 schools in a day drop in say hello and leave you know and um the thing that i talk to our guys about you know is i i want them to spend quality time in the school and it, it means more I think to a high school coach, when you sit in there and you spend real time with them and talk to them and get to know the players and get to know who he is. And um, so, you know, if you're only hitting six or seven as opposed to 10, but you're spending quality time in that school, I think that's better uh, time spent. But at the same time, there's there's days where you got to kind of bounce around and your, your time's limited and you got to make sure you see different people. So uh, it, it's week to week, it's day to day, but uh, we certainly like to spend quality time with the guys. With your coaches out on the road recruiting today, is today kind of like a coordinator <clears throat> practice with yep. you know some of the graduate assistants taking over? Yep, yep. Um, so the coordinators, that's exactly what it is. Uh, so a little less individual, more teamwork. Uh, meetings will be a little shorter, but the coordinators will run it. The GAs will be involved, and, uh, and most everybody else is on the road. Uh, Chris Juganoff was able to get in the game this past Saturday um, earlier than thought for one play in the first half. But uh, talk about the difficult challenge that a backup quarterback faces with getting practice reps with a first unit. Well, especially with somebody like Justin who just got here, uh, he needs every practice rep he can get with the ones. And there's a certain chemistry that you get going during the season. So when you're the backup, unless it's seven on seven or some other kind of, uh, you know, segmented work, you don't, really don't get to work with those guys very often. So when he steps in there, whether it's Josh as the center or KJ or Ben or whoever, you know, Chris at receiver, you know, he's not getting a lot of reps with those guys. So. You know, you have to do a good job of visualizing in the back, putting yourself in those situations, and, and manage it the best you can. And uh, you're always one snap away, but sometimes you feel miles away. And uh, there's a different feel to that, but that's part of being a backup quarterback. Gunnar Hoke, is he getting a better grasp of the offense now, spending more time with it and working and, you know, working, running the offense and, and you know, behind Justin and, and uh, Chris? Yeah, I think every week, you know, he's in there. He's getting more of a feel for it. It's becoming more uh, second nature than it was early on. When you get opportunities to play a lot of these players, as you have through most of these games, does that help you now where at this point, if there's a situation arises, you have a better comfort factor with throwing them into a game? Yeah, and you also know what you're getting. You know, I think that's the biggest thing is you, you have a great feel for uh, what they can do. Because in practice, sometimes you have an idea, but then you put them in a the game and it doesn't quite translate. I think with this and in, in the, the amount of reps that some of these guys have, have had, you, you know what you have. And so if there's a strength there, great. If there's a weakness there, if it's a liability, if it, whatever that is, you can kind of put that together and you know what you have. But, uh, but certainly death's been a strength for us. Coach, you know, you, you talk about depth and you got it in every position, but, you know, you look at – Two guys on uh, your cornerbacks, Jeff Okuda, Damon Arnett, both those guys in their three years 
our Damon five years here, played a lot of football. And, and do you see these guys playing their best football right now that they've played throughout their whole careers? Yeah, I think so. I think um, you know Damon for sure. You know, coming back for his fifth year and the way he's played, uh, really proud. And I think just how tough he's played. You know, you see him showing up in the run game. You see Jeff Okuda pouring it in there at the end of a tackle. I mean, really cool to see. And then there's just a buy-in of what's going on. But they're taking their technique very serious and. They're doing a great job in protection. And, you know, our guys are doing a good job getting getting the rush and, and really attacking the offensive lineman and getting to the quarterback. But a big part of that is the coverage. When do you assign those guys to one guy, or is it more of a left or right, or doesn't it matter? Do you, you know, what's the – for those quarterbacks, where you position them each yeah, time? There are times. There are times where we, we have to get a good matchup. Um, you know, Damon and Jeff are both you know, really good, and so is Sean inside. So uh, certain times we'll just kind of play it, you know, especially if it's tempo. We just got to kind of line up. But – there's also matchup situations where we want to get the right matchup, especially on third down. Um, that'll happen. Uh, not not every week, but sometimes, yeah, it will. Be sure to check out the Buckeye Game Day Concert Series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer before every home game this season outside of St. John Arena at Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week will feature a different band performing live on stage two hours before kickoff. Get on board. Visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Go Bucks, Beat cancer. More of the Ryan Day Show presented by Roosters as we continue on Learfield IMG College. Ohio State Athletics, in partnership with American Electric Power, Donato's, Kroger, and the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, strives to inspire the community to make a positive impact on children and families in the great state of Ohio through our Buckeyes Care Initiative. Show and share your support in the community by using the hashtag Buckeyes Care. Please join us in these efforts by visiting OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash Buckeyes Care. And always remember to pay it forward. Every time you close your laptop, a corona gets its lime. And every time your to-do list is to do one less thing, a corona gets its lime. Every time you press pause. Every time you unwind or lose track of time, a corona gets its lime. And every time your feet are up while the sun goes down, a corona gets its lime. So drop a lime in and find your beach. Please drink responsibly. Corona Extra Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Buckeye fans, join us for the American Electric Power Scarlet and Gray Salute Military Appreciation Event on Friday, November 8th, taking place in Remembrance Park near St. John Arena. Enjoy live music on the Rocky Boot stage, food, drinks, and more from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. There will be beer sales on site, and a portion of all proceeds will go to Benefit USO Incorporated. Come out and enjoy an event supporting a great cause prior to the Military Appreciation Game when the Buckeyes take on Maryland. Who can help you score a touchdown with your finances? How about our friends at Credit Union of Ohio? Whether you're looking to buy a new home or make upgrades like a finished basement to watch all the big games, their team of experts will help you get the funds you need. It's a great time to make those renovations you've been dreaming about. Credit Union of Ohio is your local mortgage lender. Learn more about their home loan options at cuofohio.org. That's cuofohio.org. NCUA insured equal housing lender. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. One window, get one free, and 0% financing for 36 months, plus tickets to an Ohio State football game, courtesy of Universal Windows Direct, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Like me, you'll be saying, I love my windows. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Ohio State fans, cheer on your Buckeyes all season long when you shop at Giant Eagle. 
Score throughout the store with your favorite Buckeyes gear. Thousands of weekly sales, double coupons, and the new Fuel Perks Plus, where you get more perks, more places, and more savings. Before your game day party, be sure to load up on snacks, grab some prepared food to go, and pick up a delicious Buckeye cake or treat from our bakery for dessert. Go Buckeyes to Giant Eagle, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Your home of the Buckeyes, the fan. This is the Ryan Day Show, presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Kroger wants to help you provide one million meals for the hungry here at home now through the end of November. Round up your total at any Kroger or add a dollar to your concession order at the shoe and the shot together we can end hunger here in central Ohio. And welcome back to this week's show with Ohio State Coach Ryan Day presented by Roosters. The Buckeyes heading into bye week number two. We were talking about Maryland earlier and uh, yes, it turned out great with a result last year, but you find yourself every now and then harking back to that game last year at College Park and how wild that game was. Uh, yeah, every once in a while. Um, that was that was a wild game. That was, yeah. Uh, a lot of emotions in that game. But, uh, yeah, it was it was one of those things that, uh, you know, it was kind of back and forth and our guys had to handle it. And it was just a lot of situations. You know, I think about or that one point, you know, we threw the pick six and we had to come right back down. We came right back down and score and it was just like one of those games. And um, had to win it in two-minute drill and, and then all the way down to the end until uh, the fourth and one and Rashad Berry, you know, makes the big play and then yeah. and then uh, the two-point conversion that failed for them. So, wild game and uh, certainly, uh, you know, it'll be in the back of our minds this week. Kickoff return by Demario McCall was That's big right. in that game. That was Good big. return. Got us towards midfield. Is that a game you watch much? I know Matt Cannon is not there. Their offensive coordinator defensively. There's not Michael Oxley now, the head coach. Is Do you look at that for personnel only or – is that one of those games you try to focus on this year's team? Yeah, more personnel. You know, Matt Barnes was actually yeah, the, the defense exactly. coordinator there, and um, so, and then, uh, and then, like you said, different offense coordinator, different staff. So uh, certainly look at it for personnel reasons, but the scheme's much different. McFarland and Leak are still there; they're two running backs, and they still have speed. So he, that's all you have to know. That's exactly right. Yeah, you've made the comment, and we've heard some of the other coaches too. But if you would share with us, we've heard you talk about tip sheets that the players get. What goes? What's all involved in that? Uh, it's just, uh, you know, on a weekly basis, uh, you know, we give guys scouting reports, we give them information, those type of things. But uh, the tip sheets just gives them different things that may be going on that week with uh, the things that we're running, something that they do, just different things along the along the week that they need to be aware of, uh, whether it's situationally, whether it's uh, down a distance, uh, it's something maybe on a block or so, some sort of running play they need to keep in mind, just different reminders. We call them tips and reminders. Now, offensively, what do you do for that, like, offensive lineman? Is that more of a, something they create themselves from the film study, you know, kind of their own tips of what they find out, and then obviously the coaches would see if they can compare that to, to what they have? Now, they all have their notes that they yeah. go through, but uh, but Stud does a real good job. And when I do the uh, bed check at night, everybody kind of has their tip sheets out. And, uh, for example, the offensive line, you know, they have a, they have a test as well, and it goes through – um, you know, each of their run schemes against the different fronts and against the different pressures and, and different things that go on. So uh, they're actually drawing it and talking about it in the room when they go through it. So it, it forces them to go through and make the calls, and not just their their position, but all five guys. Now, I remember we used to have chair drills where, you know, offensive line, they would set up a defense with chairs on Saturday morning. And, man, if you didn't point aggressively enough, the coach would yell at you, right? You know, you can't just, you can't just flick your finger. you got to oh, point real hard like you got to run, you know, like you're running the plays. 
Is that the same kind of anxiety for those type of drills in the uh, hotel? Yeah, we try not to put too much stress on that uh, <laughs> and make it, make it too much anxiety-ridden. But, uh, but we have walkthroughs every morning. And, and in the night games, we have a lot more, a lot more walkthroughs, a lot more meetings. But uh, for a noon kick, which we all love, you know, we get up, we probably do about a 20-minute uh, walkthrough, uh, a kicking meeting um, walkthrough, and then breakfast, and then we're rolling. So that that's good. Um, it's one less thing. But I used, when I when I was a player, kind of like you're talking about, I used to dread those walkthroughs because, yeah. you know, you just – if, like you said, if you just kind of look the wrong way, a coach is right down your throat, you know, and it's like, man, this is stressful. Is that the step you're going to take on the game day? Right. You're like, oh, well, yeah, I don't right. have my turf you know, right. shoes on and stuff. I'm in the parking lot. It's raining sideways. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I mean you know, so, but no, uh, but but still, at the same time, we want to get in a rhythm. We want to get them thinking. We want to get them moving around. And um, and sometimes the look isn't always great, too. You could be, like, in you know, the hallway somewhere, right. like, you know, Lincoln, Nebraska, trying to go through a walkthrough. And, you know, it's unrealistic as heck. And uh, so Spacing's those, not there. Those are all the things you remember down the road you know, right. as, you, as you look it, back on season. Is this also a time just like the first bye week where you do a lot of the self-scouting and look for trends that you need to change up to make sure that those aren't being tipped off? The thing for us is we had a bye week two weeks ago, and we really dove into that and, and then uh, kept it going. So, yeah, it, it, you know, we're going to add these two games to it to make sure that we're, we're not giving anything away. But, uh, but like I said, you know, good teams have tendencies, and that's okay. And then how does things set up, and, and you try to stay a step ahead of the, uh, the competition. For sure. Coach, uh, your third down success, uh, you know, obviously coming into this game was tops in the country, and you left tops in the country, uh, you know, against the Nebraska – or Wisconsin team, I'm sorry, that was, you know, number one as far as defensively, you know, only like 19%. Uh, what has been the key to that success? Execution on third down, play calling, or all of the above? I, well, no, not the play calling. You know, I, I think that uh, I, I think it's a couple things. The first thing is when we stay on schedule and we keep it in third and manageable. I think we've done a good job mixing run pass um, on third and long. It's been um, you know in that game you had a third and ten and a third and ten that Justin uh, scrambled and made a play to J.K. Dobbins. Two different plays that I thought his extending and making plays in those situations have been excellent. Uh, and then the third and 13, I think, was the long throw to uh, to Chris yep. Uh, yep. In, in the red zone. And uh, so I thought, uh, you know, those it, it's been well executed. The, the protection's been good. I think Justin's done, done a good job of extending plays. But I think the biggest part of it is as we get going in the games, you get yourself to third and three, third and two, third and one, third and four, and then we've done a good job executing those spots. And conversely, on the defensive side, is that where you've been able to have the third down success on defense by putting the other teams in those undesirable spots? Yeah, that's the idea. And uh, when you have our secondary and then you have our, our rush that's going on, that's certainly advantage us. Yeah, Chase Young, you know, obviously another huge game, you know, one for the record books, four sacks, one in every quarter, two forced fumbles, a strip sack's kind of been his thing this year. There's five now for the season. Pete Warner, he's in the right spot both times, comes up with a play, recovers those fumbles. But just talk about how dominant he's been this year, and yet the still guy comes in every day, works hard. I was at practice yesterday, working as hard as he can to, to improve his craft. So it hasn't changed him at all, but he's just fun to watch out there. Yeah, he came into the season hungry, and I think he's still playing hungry. He's still got that chip on his shoulder, and he's driving guys and uh, playing at a high level. And anytime you get in front of the team and you, and you start to you know uh, put yourself out there in terms of driving the team and as a leader, you have to go do it now. You know, and it's not just one thing to say something, but it's another thing to do it. And and he is. He's bringing it each week. He's, he's certainly uh, playing at a high level, and that was that was a great game for him. You know, in a big spot, he, you know, he played a big time. The opposite defensive end, is that going to be by committee pretty much? You know, with Zach and Javante and, and, and Tyreek and Tyler when he gets healthy and, and John Cooper, depending on how his situation goes, if he stays healthy, 
rotating a bunch of guys at that other spot? Yeah, and, and really we, we try to rotate a little bit with Chase too, yep. you know, to keep those guys fresh. That's that's really important for us. And, and Larry believes in that. Greg believes in that. I believe in that, that you play depth. And, and there's a reason why those guys have gotten reps and they played a bunch this season. And, and so when you can keep that fresh, it just allows for dominance like late in the game, like I think you saw. As the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics, Roosters is giving away 12 trips or two to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Register by visiting your favorite Roosters location or at roosterswings.com. One trip is awarded each week. See Roosters' website for official rules. Roosters, a fun, casual joint and proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. More with Coach Dame when we continue on Learfield IMG College. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motors Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encova provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. We all have our routines, and for some things, routines are perfectly fine. But there's no such thing as routine breast cancer. At the James at Ohio State, you get a multidisciplinary team that specializes not just in cancer, but breast cancer. They focus solely on the prevention, detection, and treatment of breast cancer, providing care that's far beyond routine. For more information, visit cancer.osu.edu. I'm Maggie Griffin, and I'm working to end hunger in my community. I saw families with no access to fresh, healthy foods and knew I had to find a solution. At Ohio State, I connected farming and social work to build a solution from the ground up. And now, I deliver nourishing produce to my neighbors who need it most. All of this because I chose to be a Buckeye. Find out more at osu.edu slash stories. You know the most overrated thing about going to the game? Driving yourself. Hey, it's Anthony Rothman. Avoid the headache of traffic and the cost of parking. Take Coda Express. It's offered from Coda's Crosswoods Park and Ride and the Ohio Expo Center and State Fairgrounds for just $5.50 round trip. Buses go three hours before and two hours after every home game. Get dropped off a block from the shoe. Cash and cards accepted at the park and ride locations. Delaware residents take day to bus to Crosswoods and catch Coda to the game. Visit Coda.com slash OSU football. Right now, you can get five cents off every gallon of fuel every day. That's five cents off every gallon with Make It Count Rewards from Marathon. Plus, you can earn points for additional savings on fuel, airfare, hotels, and more. It's quick and easy to join. Just visit makeitcount.com slash radio or download the free app. So start saving today with Make It Count from Marathon. Offer valid only at participating Marathon locations. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. Did you know that one in eight Americans struggle with hunger? Yet more than 40% of the food we produce is thrown out. At Kroger, we know we can do something about this. We're donating more food to local food banks through our partnership with Feeding America. And we're working with World Wildlife Fund to end food waste. But we can't do it alone. 
and we hope you'll join us in creating a world with zero hunger and zero waste. Visit thekrogerco.com to learn how you can help. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Now back to the Ryan Day Show. Presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Did you know that one person can save eight lives, give sight to two, and heal more than 50 people through organ, eye, and tissue donation? Be a Buckeye for Life. Register today as an organ, eye, and tissue donor at lifelineofohio.org. And you'll hear the chants of OHIO as you cheer on the Buckeyes while you shop at Giant Eagle all season long. With Giant Eagle's Fuel Perks Plus program, you'll score perks throughout the store on your Buckeye tailgate essentials and officially licensed Ohio State gear. Giant Eagle, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Welcome back to this week's show with Coach Ryan Day. Another of our hard-hitting social media questions. Craig in Dublin wants to know what kind of candy is going to be passed out of the Day household. Uh, well, uh, my, my favorite is the peanut butter stuff, so... I don't know what my wife has, but I tell the girls uh, as many peanut butter Reese's and peanut butter stuff that they can get, save those for me. So. Oh, so you raid their bags when they come Absolutely. home. Absolutely. Now, now, do you put them in the fridge or freezer? Do you uh, like no, them chilled? Or no, no, I just kind of get them normal. You like yeah, them normal? Yeah, yeah, get them like as them quick chill. as you can. It's pretty hardcore, though. I like that. That's yeah. Good. You know, no chocolate on your hands then, right? Oh, that's a good idea. i got to think about that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, another of our hard-hitting questions, Anna in Toledo. After standing in a soaker for three-plus hours last Saturday, what's on the menu when you get home after a day like that? Ooh, uh, a hot shower and then uh, sitting on the couch and relaxing, watching football and watching other coaches and players get tortured all, all afternoon and uh, <laughs> the stress and anxiety of the game. And uh, I forget exactly what we had, but we ordered out and – Got a lot of hot food. I don't know if it was chili or something. I forget exactly what we had, but uh, it was great. You know, just kind of go sit at the couch and get a blanket and get warm and hang out with the family. It's yeah. like the best feeling in the world. Now, you said you changed clothes at halftime, didn't you? Uh, I changed a few things, yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> it was soaked a hat and a jacket and a few other things, yeah. It was, uh, and really they have, uh, they have these great – Nike has these great uh, sneakers that um, they're waterproof. And so, uh, you know, after the game, a bunch of people were saying that, you know, their, their feet weren't wet at all. But the problem is – the sneakers I wore, I'm a little superstitious, so I wouldn't wear those because I was superstitious, and they were soaked. My feet were soaked and everything. It was it was a miserable day. Yeah, 12-0 and 0 in those same sneakers, right? That's right. Well, 9-0, 8-0 right. this year. Yeah. I yeah, guess 11-0, so. I should say. So the uh, feet are going to be wet. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. yeah. Now, do players change shoes at halftime? You know, I know that most of the wide receivers, you see all the linemen, we're just sitting over there saying what stuff because you know, it doesn't really matter, but all the wide receivers would be changing their shirts or pants or you know, shoes. Is that still kind of the yeah, sometimes. the diva, so to speak, uh, sometimes. out there? Some of I think so, some of the guys feel comfortable in, in, in their cleats, and, you know, if they've worn some that they feel good about, if they have a couple different pair, maybe they will. Um, but uh, but for the most part, I think guys kind of wear the same thing coming out. But, again, if, if it's really that bad, sometimes they will. I know you had to, you've talked a lot about the fan appreciation you've had. You had to really appreciate those Saturday who hung in there through all yeah. of that. Yeah, it was, it was great right from the beginning. And uh, we knew – what kind of day it was. It was a dreary, cold, wet day, and everybody came out And uh, right from the get-go. I mean, it was a packed house. We ran out of that tunnel, and they were loud. And, um, you know, that one, we got um, a big spot, big stop. It was uh, either fourth or third down. It was really, really loud. I think that was the loudest it was all day. We got a false start. There was some sort of communication issue. We get them into a, you know, I think it was fourth down long. 
we got to stop. I mean, that was big, and that was on the crowd. I mean, they, they were loud, and it makes it hard to communicate when you're trying to check protection, check the play, all the communication issues, and so that that was huge. Skull session before the game, I'm sure, was exciting. Uh, you know, it seems like the team's all pumped up. Uh, you guys, you know, had the routine. You walk in the stadium and get ready and go to work. Uh, you know, you like those noon starts and that pregame routine, but that skull session always seems to be a highlight for everybody. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things is walking in there and just seeing other people. It's it's really awesome, and they're into it right from the get-go, and the uh, best damn band and the best damn fans in the land. And, uh, you know, we have one of the guys on the team get up and speak to the team first. And then the next tradition is to have an assistant coach speak. And then, then I go up there and, and wrap it up. And then we're off to the to the walk to the stadium. And so uh, it's a great tradition, wonderful. In the midst of everything else you've had going on, pay attention to the World Series at all? A little bit here and there from afar. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm from Boston, so the Red Sox, if they're not in it, then I kind of lose interest. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I remember a lot of, a lot of falls in, in Octobers and, of, uh, of following the World Series growing up, and so, uh, but so I was watching it from afar. Yeah, the Nats ended up winning it, uh, you know, last night. And Paul mentioned one of the few games that uh, the home team didn't win a game. It was all the visiting teams. That crazy, yeah. yeah that ended up you know, getting on the road and, you know, one of those ironic things. When you watch another sporting event like that, whether it's the World Series, whether it's a basketball game here or something, does the coaching demeanor kind of kick in and think about how to handle particular situations and do you pick up some things when you see what other coaches do yeah I mean ever since I was little I just always liked watching sports and whether like I, one of my favorite things watch the Olympics uh, you know whatever it is I, I just love watching sports always have always liked playing sports um, and, and you watch you watch people in tough spots make decisions you you watch how they handle it you watch different teams come together you watch individual great efforts and uh, I, I just love watching that stuff, and especially when you're talking about the the best at their business. So whether it's you know Federer versus Nadal at Wimbledon, or it's you know like the the Game Seven of a World Series, and to me it doesn't really matter what the sport is. When you see the best people compete at the highest level, it's really cool to watch. Sounds good. Thank you as always, and thanks, enjoy coach. your bye week, Coach. All right, thanks, guys. That is Ohio State head coach Ryan Day. Saturday, the Buckeyes return a week from Saturday to action as they host Maryland. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 10:30 a.m. The Ryan Day Show, presented by Roosters, has been brought to you statewide by Incoba Insurance and by Adena Health System. For Skip Mossick, Ted Holbrook, and for Jim Lachey and Coach Ryan Day, this is Paul Keels. Thanks for listening. This is the Ohio. Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.